Open our lips, O Lord, that our mouths might proclaim your praise. Amen. Do not be afraid. For see, I am bringing you good news of a great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord, and this will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in the bands of cloth and lying in a manger. Now we won't do a quick examination of your Sunday school days to ask if you remember the difference between a symbol and a sign. Won't require that answer for communion tonight, don't worry. But you may remember, it may not remember, but that a difference between a symbol and a sign, a symbol is something that points towards something. The sign is the actual reality of the thing. And so in a few moments when we have the bread and wine of communion, the cup, the chalice, that's a symbol. It's pointing towards something. But the wine, that's the spiritual encounter. That's the real essence of the thing. That's where we say when we participate in these elements, we are both reminded, but actually physically we participate in the reality of God in us. Our blood systems, our brains, all of that become one with these elements. It is God in us. And more than just a reminder, something is changed when we participate in these practices. And so what we hear is that this child is a sign. God really present. But we keep telling this story year after year because this isn't just some story of a person 2,000 years ago, but we proclaim it again and again to say, God in us, God in our flesh, incarnation, continuing to be born again and again and again. William Porchet de Bose says, there is no one single human being, not even Jesus, who could ever hope to convey the vastness, the heights, the depths, the breadth, the mystery of God. No one single human body can do that. And that's why we believe that God is born in human flesh again and again and again. Each of us having a certain kind of print of who God is and needing one another if we're going to understand the fullness of it. Incarnation, God in our flesh. God in the flesh of every human being who has ever lived and ever will live. God saying, your human body, your body, your body, your body, your body, your body. All of these are what God considers not just worthy, but beautiful containers for conveying the sacred. That's what we're talking about here tonight. God in us. God in human flesh. God probably a lot more comfortable with us than we are with ourselves. When we say, you know, well, I'm just human, you know how that one is, like, that kind of means like, well, you can't expect much from me because I'm, I'm just human after all. Well, to be just human is to be a container of the sacred, real presence now, not someday. And when we say, I'm just human, we are saying, I embody the fullness, you embody the fullness, incarnation, all of us. And what's needed tonight is not some grasping of an infant because, I mean, after all, think about it. In about two weeks, the stories of our Sunday readings, 
the infant's going to be a child. The infant will have left us behind if we kind of keep clinging on to the infant. What's needed tonight is a clinging to the sign. Incarnation. Affirmation of human flesh. Your human flesh, my human flesh, all human flesh. That's what the story is about. A proclamation about human beings. And what I want you to do for a moment is just to kind of feel the person next to you that you're sitting in. A lot of you are pretty cramped in, so it doesn't take much. You can feel the person next to you and realize that what you are feeling is the real presence of God. And the person who is kind of scrunched up against you is experiencing and encountering the real presence of God. Some of you are sitting next to family members and you're saying, well, yeah, of course. And some of you are sitting next to family members going, are you kidding? And see, that's what Christmas dinner's for. You get to work all that stuff out. <laughs> Tonight is about an amazing, beyond comprehension affirmation of human beings. And it's not only about affirmation. Tonight is about the calling of incarnation. The calling, because what we hear in God being born in all flesh is that finally, forever, diminishes, breaks down, any separation of human beings. As Paul says in his letters, there is no Jew nor Greek, there's no male nor female, slave or free, there's no one oriented this way or that way, there's no, we are one human body bearing God to one another. No categories. That's all been blown away. That's the calling, to live from that reality that already exists. I mean, the story itself shows that there's no categories. I mean, think of the people. Here is the, quote, holy family who go to their hometown, but nobody sees them as anyone they really want in their home. And yet they are the bearers, the gestators of the sacred. The shepherds, who are seen as religiously impure, and frankly, because of their vocation seen as morally questionable, they are the ones who get to talk to the angels and who get to come to Mary and Joseph and proclaim what they have heard about what this event is all about. The bearers of the Christ, the bearers of God, the proclaimers of the words of the angels. People that we wouldn't even notice on the street. All human flesh participates in and manifests the life and presence of God. Now, there can be an issue with Christmas, someplace we can stumble, because often we want to cling on to the sweetness of this child and kind of get sentimental about it, you know? The little Lord Jesus, no crying he makes. Oh, yeah? <laughs> really? A little bit too sentimental, no? And one writer says that the problem with Christmas is we often settle for an infant who asks little of us in terms of surrender, encounter, mutuality. An infant can't say to us, follow me. Follow me on this path. Follow me in this way and let us walk this way together. An infant can't do that. If we keep Jesus as an infant, we are never drawn into incarnation. 
never drawn into following Christ, being Christ. The incarnation, it tells us who we are and of what we're capable to be like Jesus. It calls some other things from us. Incarnation calls on us to see our world. Because in the next days, as we continue the story and we read about Jesus and Joseph and Mary having to flee their country because of the violence of it, we realize there is no categorization in saying, well, that's an old story, because tonight there are children and families at our border who are fleeing their country because of violence, and we get to decide which part of the story we participate in. These who in their flesh are bearing the fullness of God and the Word of God to us. These families who are repeating the words of the angels to us. That's the calling of incarnation. If all of us bear the full life of God. All stories of our city, of our state, of our country, of our world are not other stories, because again, there is no categorization. There are family. And that's the calling of incarnation. Particularly this night, in all who are searching for a home. Again, the story is not about sweet lullabies. It's about ethics and theology and psychology and how we see every human being, including ourselves, Tonight isn't just Mary and Joseph's story, it's our story, and it's the story of every human being. Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of Asheville a Savior who is the Messiah and the Lord, and this will be a sign for you you will find a child wrapped in bonds of cloth and lying in a manger. God with us, God with all human beings, an incredible affirmation and an incredible calling. 